Welcome to Who Moves You, the podcast that brings you the latest about Ontario's dynamic and constantly evolving real estate market. I'm Mike Montague. We are now almost a month into 2021. The year began by giving us its list of the more stringent and restrictive rules and health regulations with the intent of keeping us all inside and apart from one another. This has been the norm for close to a year now, and it is more important than ever before at this moment that we do act with caution as the pandemic continues with increasing determination. The good news is the vaccines are being distributed, and over the weeks and months ahead, the spread will begin to subside and eventually disappear entirely. Surprisingly, the inability to interact with others has so far been no deterrent whatsoever to Canadians' intent on buying homes in the province. We saw one of the busier markets in recent years and home prices that almost a year ago were predicted by most in the media to fall dramatically as a result of COVID. What they've done is the complete opposite, and I expect the real estate market in 2021 is going to be even more energized. In 2020, we saw 2,980 Barry area homes sell, actually Barry proper homes within the city of Barry sell, and that's 656 more homes than sold in Barry in 2019. In addition to Barry sales, more than 1,000 more homes sold in Simcoe County in 2020 than in the previous pre-pandemic year. So what's going on? If I can take a moment to brag, my co-host, mortgage broker Arif Khan, and I pretty much nailed it on our show Hitting Home with Mike and Arif on Rogers TV in the early weeks of the pandemic last spring. At the beginning of 2020, while most of the media were distracting themselves with making doomsday predictions and running attention-grabbing headlines proclaiming that, oh yes, this time for sure Ontario's real estate market was destined to crash and burn in no uncertain terms. While that was going on, Arif and I were looking a little deeper at the realities. In the first couple months of 2020, Real estate purchase activity was high and was quickly climbing, as many will recall. Interest rates for mortgage were at an all-time low, and every indication was that they were going to go even lower as the year progressed. But there was a new and unprecedented dynamic revealing itself that the pandemic was creating. For the first time ever, many businesses found themselves with no choice but to embrace the concept of their employees working remotely rather than pouring into the workspace to begin their workdays. Up to that point, the work-from-home concept was little more than a futuristic concept for most, tried and untested primarily by business owners, or online business owners primarily. Suddenly, employers whose measure of performance was, for them, the number of cars in the parking lot or the sight of steaming cups of coffee on desks, well, they had to rethink and reimagine how they might achieve their objectives with staff whose commute suddenly consisted of a walk to the coffee maker, then to their home computer stations just a few feet from the bedroom. We realized immediately that this was going to be a significant game changer on many levels. Some of us, most of us actually, have the technology to work remotely. For, and we've had this for some time. Our cell phones, our laptops and computers, they come with many of the required technologies baked right in, and they have for many years. The roadblock to working remotely has been the requirement of trust and confidence that we can, in fact, be productive without having the boss looming close by. This was to be the first full-scale test for satellite employment where we would quickly learn that, well, either it works or it doesn't. We would also see, and we have seen, a refocusing of the tech industries who are actively scrambling to create the future tools and apps that will cater cater towards and become the required standards of a work-from-home society. 
While some business will return to pre-COVID practices, many more will have realized that there are efficiencies to be had, at least for some, in working remotely, at least for part of the week anyways. Well, for many more, this is going to become the norm. So where is the connection to real estate that Arif and I predicted back in March when the pandemic was still in its early days? If you look at the greater Golden Horseshoe area, that includes Oshawa to the west, and then runs through Pickering, Ajax, Markham, Toronto, Mississauga, Brampton, Burlington, all the way over to Hamilton, and everything in between, that represents close to 8 million people, or over a quarter of all Canadians that live in this region. And three quarters of them own the home that they live in. A majority also work within the region. The past 10 years has seen homes double and in many cases more than triple in value in this region, effectively creating the largest grouping of people in the country with assets of over $1 million than we've ever seen before. At the same time, close to 2 million GTA residents are condominium dwellers. Many completely by choice, but many more were driven to condo living for its affordability over the much higher costs, in most cases, of owning a detached home. Along comes COVID-19, and many GTA residents are suddenly working from home. In fact, spending almost all of their time at home. All of a sudden, people and their employers are coming to realize that many of the jobs can in fact be done from anywhere with a reliable internet connection. People began to quickly realize their house next to the 401 or the DVP or the QEW is worth over a million dollars, and there are bigger homes with bigger yards to be had just an hour or so, an hour or so north of the city and as little as half the price that they're currently paying now. Living close to Kempenfell Bay with a boat in the marina and skis, golf clubs, and a snowmobile in the garage that can be used just minutes away from the house, these were thoughts that were now on the minds of many, as was having a few extra $100,000 freed up after trading in a GTA home for a more affordable Bay Area home. What are people thinking? What are we thinking? Many of those condos owners who promised themselves or their spouses that the condo was just part of the bigger long-term plan to save, grow some equity, then one day buy that home in the burbs that they really wanted, well, suddenly one day was becoming, why not now? The walls of a 500, 600, or 700 square foot condo seem really close when suddenly you and your partner are gazing on them all day, seven days a week, working from home. The call of a life where the day begins with a coffee on the porch and ends with a glass of wine, gazing up at the stars from a hot tub, well, that call is hard to ignore. We only go around once, and there is far more to life than a 4x8 balcony and a condo code violating hibachi. There are other factors as well that are contributing to what is and what I believe will be the busiest real estate market in our region that we've witnessed in decades this year. Well, employment numbers are down, that impact is predominantly with lower-income Canadians, those who would be considered long-term renters and not potential home buyers, or at least not in the immediate future. Employment and incomes are actually up since the pandemic started for those in the mid to upper income tiers. Those in the position financially to buy a home did well in 2020, according to Statistic Canada numbers. A bitter reality for some is that economic events like this tend to have uneven and unfair impacts on the public and for better or worse can often benefit those who are already in good economic standings. The more financially astute are better positioned and know the financial instruments available to them and know how to put them to their advantage. Real estate is perhaps the more significant and time-tested of all these financial instruments. Another interesting and surprising fact is that while our national GDP is down significantly because of the pandemic, 
individual household savings have gone up 16% in the last year. What has been contributing to this is, for starters, that our government has transferred more than $70 billion into the hands of Canadians since the pandemic began through the CERB and other programs set up to soften the financial impacts with Canadians. At the same time, we aren't spending like we do during non-pandemic times. Credit card spending numbers are down drastically across the country. Fewer trips to the mall or the outlet store, the gas station, or restaurants. Fewer social meetups at the pub. No concerts, no casino, no vacations. These are all adding up to increased savings for all of us. What is up nationally is mortgage debt. More people are buying homes and more people are leaving the big city to make those home purchases. GTA residents are in growing numbers heading to lower density and less expensive communities within a couple hours of the bigger cities to buy their homes. Inventory levels at the same time have been going down, which has driven up home values in 2020 and I expect will continue to push home prices higher yet in 2021. If there was ever a time to cash in on a property, 2021 is definitely the best year to do so so far. As cliche and real estate salesman-like as that statement sounds, it is an absolute fact. Anyone who has $200,000 or more in equity locked into a property that they own, and that's pretty much anyone who bought an area home more than four years ago, would likely do well to speak with their financial planner to learn if they can. there can be monetary benefits for them in selling, then taking that equity and applying it to the purchase of additional properties. Two or three appreciating properties, along with the additional rental incomes they would provide, are going to net you a greater return both monthly and accumulatively over the long term. The average price for a home in Toronto is more than $400,000 more than the average price in the Barrie area. Their prices are typically four or five years ahead of prices in our area. To put it another way, there is a good chance that the million dollar plus prices that we see today on average three or four bedroom family homes in Toronto, Scarborough, Etobicoke, and throughout the GTA are the prices that we will see for similar homes in the Barrie area in the next few years. As hard as it is to imagine, it was just as hard to imagine five years ago that Barrie area homes selling then in the $300,000 to $400,000 range would be selling today in the $700,000 plus range. 2021 is the perfect storm year for real estate investment and for real estate investors. Interest rates are at and will remain at all-time lows for the foreseeable future. The Barry area is the Goldilocks zone for the emerging work-from-home, get-out-of-the-big-city trend underway. Because of the economic impacts of the pandemic in other areas of the economy, our government is not going to do anything to slow this boom down any. Not like they tried to do in 2017. No, government is counting on real estate activity to a higher than usual degree to get us through this. I expect they will stay out of the way and they may even offer some incentives in addition to keeping lending rates low. As the numbers are showing, Arif and I were right on the money back in February 2020 when all of this began. The news experts, not surprisingly, have all had to revise their positions after being proven wrong again on the strength and resilience of our real estate economy. I expect 2021 will continue to see steady, if not growing, streams of home buyers looking to make the Barrie and Simcoe County regions the center for both their home and their work lives. I expect this will continue on through 2021. I expect the work from home trend will also continue to grow even beyond the pandemic. Working from home isn't a temporary phenomenon. It is a permanent transition for many that will refine and grow as we move forward. And it was a change that was long time coming. 
If the Barry area or any points north of the GTA are on your radar as where you might like to live or to invest in real estate, please give me a call. I can point you towards some of the best areas and some of the top neighborhoods and provide you with up-to-the-minute listing data. If you have decided that this is your time to sell, I'd also like to hear from you to discuss some of the best strategies for bringing you the return you want from the sale of your home. Visit gimmeshelter.ca. That's G-I-M-M-E shelter.ca or you can call me or text me at 705-718-6119. Visit the website gimmeshelter.ca and take a second to subscribe to this podcast to hear future episodes if you haven't already. I'm Mike Montague. Who moves you?